0: Hi guys, thanks for tuning this episode of the Nick Egan Times. We have an awesome guest on this episode. Uh, we have Asher Grig. Asher is a fashion model, actor, influencer and Miss Charity Australia 2021. Welcome Asher, and thanks for joining my podcast.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me on.
0: My pleasure. How's it all been going over there?
1: Everything's been a bit crazy. Uh, I am obviously in Perth, so we went into lockdown two weeks ago. Things are kind of back to normal now. So things are crazy but calming down. A bit of backlog, I think, from home to lockdown, though.
0: Sure. How have you dealt, just generally speaking, life since the pandemic begun?
1: Life definitely changed, as it did for everyone. Um, I personally sit in the high-risk category. So it, it did make quite a large impact uh, on my day-to-day life. I, the first time around, was in lockdown from mid-March and I didn't go back to anything until about July the same year. Uh, and it, it changed a lot of the way I kind of function. So uh when I get deliveries and things like that, we actually go through a full process and make sure, you know, just in case we disinfect at all when people will come over, they have to wash their hands and sanitize, and if they're sick and all that in, and all that kind of stuff, and I just need to be a lot more aware if there's anyone around me that um is unwell that the implications that potentially have I think it it has caused me to need to be a lot more aware of everything around me uh and obviously, when someone does cough or sneeze. I do sometimes find myself going, Oh my God. Uh, and not to be in a mean way or anything, but because my medical team did make it very clear when the whole pandemic started, um, that if I was to be unfortunate and, um, contract COVID-19, I would be in ICU and potentially not make it through. So it was quite a, quite a wake
0: up moment at that point in time yeah well, wow, that's scary and yeah I'm glad obviously it's all worked out well for you um let's just jump straight into it um for the listeners, who is Ashley Dick?
1: So I am twenty three nearly twenty four from perth Western Australia. I currently work full time in project um management and project support. then in my free time or what there is of, I am a model I work a lot with Instagram brands and things like that, and I am currently the Miss Reigning Charity Australia for 2021. I am building a house and planning a wedding <laughs> and working in hand with the Heart Foundation to raise awareness and raise funds.
0: That's amazing. Congratulations on the um, wedding, obviously, and um, <laughs> wedding, obviously Miss Charity 2021. That's amazing. So, yeah, well done. Um, alright, let's go back and tell me about going through the younger years, high school, um, and I guess your career to where you are right now.
1: So I went to a public primary school and then a private senior high school. I was always academic. However, I didn't like school. I didn't like studying. I liked the practical sense of life more so than reading a book. So I was good at subjects like English or Indonesian hospitality, subjects where you're constantly putting it into practice because I would just get bored. Um, To keep it simple,
0: yeah.
1: uh, during primary school, high school, I started modelling. I would played guitar and I was a dancer, obviously filtering in and out throughout all of that over the time. And uh, when I turned 16, I got into CrossFit and the gym. And then when I, just before I graduated high school, I was diagnosed with heart disease and it kind of all
0: Yeah, excellent. Um, I actually read the story briefly about back in, 20, in 2014, the age of 17, you were diagnosed with a heart failure after having basic key whole surgery to remove your appendix. Talk to me about that from obviously where it all began and to where you are now. Because I think it's quite inspirational, amazing, um, everything you've gone through and endured and to where the point you are now, it's just amazing.
1: So, yep. Yeah. Um, in twenty seventeen I had appendicitis, so obviously surgery, I saying that had surgery taken out, all went okay. However, in the recovery room I suffered something called tachycardia and it resulted in my heart stopping and obviously the medical team on Hand at the time were able to revive me and give me a a second chance. Obviously, from there, a lot of tests followed and a lot of conversations and all that sort of stuff. And I was then diagnosed with a form of heart failure or cardiomyopathy, as well as I have issues with my mitral valve because of that. At the time, there was a lot that was kind of unknown, um, things that the medical team, said didn't quite add up because of my age, how things were presenting and all these sorts of different aspects. And they made it very clear to me at the time that I was very different to a lot of the patients they get in, even with those who are suffering from the same disease. And so it it really meant that I had to change everything because there was so much... In the unknown category, I was told I had to stop everything in my life. So I had to stop dancing. I stopped going to the gym and working out and things like that. Obviously, I finished school. And it came more about the condition than it did anything else. I was then told at the same time, That in regards to my future, it would be something I would always have. It'd be something that I would always need to be medicated for. And in the long term, at that point in time, they weren't really sure how much time I would have or, you know, if or when I would need a transplant and things like that. And so it took quite a lot of time from that point of managing and watching and cycling through different aspects of life before actually getting to somewhere where I had answers and a plan and all those sorts of things.
0: Wow, that's that's an amazing story. And, yeah, what I said, like, it's it's quite inspirational and massive respect for you for getting through all that and where you are now. Um, over the past few years, too, you've participated in various Heart Foundation events and fundraisers. Um, talk to me about that.
1: So I obviously got involved with the Heart Foundation uh after being diagnosed with heart disease. I wasn't actually connected with them until 2016 when my care was transferred from cardiology to advanced heart here in Perth. And it was a resource that I found so valuable and actually made such a big difference in my life that I obviously, once I was in a position where not only was I okay with my situation and all that, but I I wanted to make that difference. So I started working with the Heart Foundation, running my own fundraisers as well as participating in some of their annual fundraisers. So Every year they do something called My Marathon. Anyone can register. And over the month of October, you walk 42Ks, if not more, it's up to you, and people donate. And it is a really good one because it is getting you out there and active. And it lets you feel like you're accomplishing something without having to do the full marathon in one, which obviously a lot of people, especially anyone who is suffering from heart disease, generally speaking, wouldn't be able to do. Um, So I've actually participated in that in the last couple of years as well. And then I got into my own fundraising through the Heart Foundation early last year and I've kind of stuck with it ever since. Uh, they've been really good in supporting any of my ideas and all that sort of stuff, but I also learned a lot and really value the resource that the Heart Foundation themselves are, along with the work that they actually do as well.
0: Yeah, that's one point. Um, tell me about Miss Charity Australia and how that all happened. Then, yeah.
1: So I started modelling when I was about 10 years old. I didn't get into pageantry until the beginning of 2019. It was something I kind of just did at whim. I was like, oh, why not? I participated in my first pageant, came in second, and I really enjoyed it. And so I decided to compete for the title Miss Charity Australia. And the way Miss Charity Australia is different from a standard although you do a lot of the aspects of it, it is about your involvement in the community, or in your chosen cause or whatever it may be and so it's more of a positive environment but also it really motivates and engages their contestants, families, friends to give back to the community and you can do it for your own chosen cause and so it was something that really drew me in because it was kind of Allowing me to combine two of the things I was very passionate about. One being the modelling space, two being giving back and allowing me to grow a bigger platform in regards to the work I could do for the Heart Foundation amongst other things. So in the lead up we did, I did various fundraising, I went to community events, things like that, and I raised about $2,500 over the year in the lead up to national finals. And then finals weekend, you compete. So you do an interview with a panel of five judges. You do social events with the different girls and things like that. And then the night of essentially coronation, you compete in your self-introduction, fun fashion evening wear and active wear. So another big difference is they do not do swimwear because it's about positivity and healthy living. So we do active wear. Uh, And then once they tally up all those results along with your community work and charity work and things like that, they then crown, which will be whoever it is, in this case it was me, Miss Charity Australia for that year. So I was crowned in November, but obviously being the end of the year, my title is 2021. And so I will hold that title until November this year, where I will crown the next Miss Charity Australia. And then I get married two weeks later, so I'll actually no longer be a miss anyway. (laughs) And it's been an amazing experience. And my director and I get along really well. And so I've been very fortunate to get to work with her on various other ideas. And we're working for to be more in our community, even more than we are now, because it is very much a role model position because... So much of what our youth and our teenagers are looking at is very unrealistic because it's all across socials, so we're working really hard to try to bring that back down a bit and relate to the kids and relate to the teens, relate to the women of all ages and open, healthy discussion but also having positive, realistic role models.
0: It's amazing. Um, yeah, congratulations on that as well again. Um, what are your other passions and hobbies aside from everything that you do? I know you don't have that much spare time, but what do you like to do?
1: Uh, so at the moment, I still go to the gym. Uh, that is more so a requirement. I do enjoy it from time to time. And then I do a lot of my modelling. I get to work with amazing people. So I've made a lot of friendships through the creative industry in Perth, which has kind of grown from something I've always done to being something I generally enjoy. And I'll do work for free with some of my favourite creatives just so we can create different amazing content, essentially. And it it is so much fun. Uh, And then I do spend some time with my family and things like that. And obviously my partner. uh, I will occasionally go watch play cricket. Occasionally, not the biggest fan, but, uh, and everything else, I guess, is just really focusing on making sure I'm doing what's best for me in regards to my health and making sure that I can be the best version of me because I am in a position where people are starting to look up to me and look to me and things like that. So I want to make sure what I am putting out there has positive implications
0: and not negative implications. Amazing. What inspires you, David? I think there'd be a lot of things. A big thing
1: for me is I am inspired by the fact I was given a second chance at life. I am inspired by the fact every day I am given the opportunity to continue what I do and to continue making a difference. And I'm inspired by all the amazing people that surround me who all face their own hurdles and their own challenges and are always willing to support and help those around them.
0: Cool. Have you done much travelling, internationally or domestically?
1: So I, as a turf girl, did like Sydney, Melbourne, Queensland uh, as I've grown up. I went to the USA when I was 16 for dancing and we did LA and danced at Disneyland and everything like that. And then my mum took my best friend and I at the time to New York uh, and that was an amazing experience and we were actually able to get our Utah ball gowns while we were there and everything as well. And I've done Bali so many times. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy Bali. Um We had big plans Obviously, with getting married, we had intended to go travelling and things like that. However, it's not going to be a realistic thing at the moment, um, especially because I cannot take the risk of getting on an aeroplane until things are completely adjusted, for lack of a better term. But we definitely want to do Europe next if we can.
0: Are you going to get the vaccine?
1: Eventually, yes, however, obviously it won't be straight off the bat because it will it it is a great thing um, and for everyone who is healthy and everything like that, it is so amazing. It's just when there's people such as myself who are in a risk category it it's a bit more of a tricky thing, so certain things need to be passed and need to be in a certain environment and things like that just.
0: If you were 18 again and you could do something differently or do things differently, what would you change?
1: I would definitely change or definitely want myself to focus on me instead of trying to please everyone else. I think that was a big downfall for me at that time and it did have to do with some of the people I had surrounded myself with. But I spent all my time trying to please other people that I forgot what it meant to do what was best for me.
0: Cool. Amazing. Um, Asha, thanks for joining my podcast. I do appreciate it. I wish you all the best with your career, getting married, everything that's happening. I think you're on a great and strong trajectory in life. Yeah, I just wish you nothing but the best.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much.